0: Hello and welcome to the End to the 99 podcast where we got 99 cards because Commander is number one. I am your hostess with the mostest, Necrozek, joined by the poorest sport in all the land, Brian. Pretty Brian says hello.
1: Pretty sure <laughs> I have the best sport because I'm always dying first.
0: <laughs> There's a reason for that. And on this momentous occasion, we are joined by the newest member of the 99 Council, Ryan. How are you, buddy?
2: I'm great. How are you guys?
0: I'm doing so much better since you're here. Aw.
2: You're too kind. So, (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: before we get into today's episode and the topic of the episode, we have some house cleaning we need to do. So, first and foremost, we want to thank you guys for listening to us or watching, however you're taking this in. Just know, we appreciate you guys. If you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe and share this with all of your friends because... You know, we want to continue to grow and want to provide more cool things for you. Uh, shout out to our sponsor, Etch Gaming. If you want to bling out your game outside of the game, that's the way to go. Uh, etch Gaming at Etsy. And we also want to shout out our newest patron, Josh. Um, they surprised us and, you know patroned us and now we have to really be on our a-game because that was super nice and we want to continue to do well for you guys so if you ever want to support the show financially you can go to our patron and do so there's a lot of cool stuff and we're always trying to add more things for you guys did you have anything you want to add brian
1: also uh we just recently launched our merch store uh, if you're in the discord you can uh, find it under media links um, out of that are we oh also it is in our our bio
0: links so you poing, can poing, find poing, it poing, there poing, poing. <laughs> we can't afford the uh horns because as you guys can probably tell dan isn't with us this week so all of the cool sound effects and everything that dan would provide for us he's not doing so he is currently fighting a forest fire in Canada and we hope for the best for him. He's, he's
1: going a to save the moose. Yeah, he's a moose rescuer.
0: Hey. He carries one some per moose.
1: shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> so Zach, All right. what are what's our topic today?
0: Alright, so let me set the stage for you guys, okay? Let me paint a picture Shh. verbally for you. Imagine that you are an inhabitant of a plane that is wrought with magic. Every person can use magic. The beans are magical. Just magic everywhere. <laughs> and then picture a species growing wildly out of population to the point that they're planning to take over the land-driven world. And you happen to be the only person to remember or know what's going on because they are actively wiping the memory of each inhabitant on the surface of this world.
1: I'm intrigued on where you're taking us with this.
0: It's salamanders. It's salamanders. We're doing salamanders guys. So if you don't know, each legendary creature in um, well, new legendary creature I should say, in the Commander Legends set has like you know, lore to him. And the guy that we're talking about this week is Gor Baldrak, amphibiologist, and his story, he's actually a like scientist from Chandelar, which is the plane, and it's really dark, but the salamanders off that plane have grown so wildly out of proportion that they're wanting to take over the surface world, and they've been doing this by wiping the memories of everyone but him. So he knows this war is about to happen, but no one believes that these creatures exist. <laughs> He's like that insane old guy that nobody will listen to. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. I thought the story was really cool and his card's really unique. So if you if you don't know, uh it's Gora Maldrak, and amph- amphibiologist, one green and blue for Legendary Creature Human Scout 3-2. You and Permanent you control have protection from Salamanders. At the beginning of your end step, each player who controls the fewest creatures create a 4-3 Blue Salamander Warrior Creature token. So that's what we're going to be focusing on. Um, the kind of things we're wanting to do with this deck, we really want to take advantage of making Salamanders, whether it be for us or whether it be for our opponents. And we want to be able to benefit from that more than anyone else whether we are able to swarm the board with salamanders or we're able to curry favor with our opponents by like hey i'm going to cast my commander you have less creatures than anyone i'm going to do this so that you can get a salamander like just remember that um so (laughs) if it sounds silly but it's cool it's a it's a good political tool really like brian how many times would you have survived if you would have had a blocker oh
1: a lot actually that's kind, and, of a, that's kind of sad, isn't it?
0: <laughs> and, you know, it's at the beginning of your instep, each player who controls the fewest. So if they're, you know, people are two people, you, you know, can get I'm multiple th- creatures. I'm th- actually
2: thinking about what you're saying. Like, it's kind of bonkers that if you can keep it on par and you can keep ahead of people, you just keep gifting out tools that, for other people's demise under your own.
0: And it's you and permanent you control, have protection from salamanders. So. Oh, um, Interesting. Yes, so this deck is wanting to, like I said, we want to give people, so it's a bit of a political deck. Um, We want to either take salamanders from people or turn their things into salamanders. So there's a theme of uh, changing creature types, which there are a lot of really interesting cards we'll talk about. And there's a bit of a kind of elf ball strategy, but instead of elves, we're dealing with salamanders because that's what the creature type we're going to see most Uh, frequently on this board state. So any creature that creates other creatures that we can once again turn into salamanders. So um, that's the kind of overall strategy of this deck. And as we get through this more and towards the end of the episode, we can go back and harken on some of these things and how they line up. I'm going to say it
1: now. They're bringing in new creature types. Just give me lords for worms. I just want worms.
0: (laughs) But that's the thing. Salamanders have been a creature type before.
1: Oh, I guess I just never noticed them.
0: Yeah, cuz I think they've only been printed on three cards prior. They must have been to... under rocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh actually they've been under sea.
1: Oh, sea salamanders. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's it's yeah, whatever. All right. So sea salamanders. As always for every deck tech that we do, we have a link to Architect where um you can see our lovely, you know, deck and how I break it down into or how each individual person will break it down into their field. So the first thing I want to talk about is um, the, <laughs> the salamander spells. And this is what I was talking about, about making permanent salamanders. Um, so if someone has something big, we can put gore or any of our other creatures in front of it and make it a salamander. So the first card that we're going to talk about is Amoeboid Changeling. It's one in a blue for a shapeshifter. One one. It has changeling, so it has every creature type. So it's a salamander. Um, you can tap target creature gains all creature types until end of the turn, or target creature loses all creature types until end of the turn. Nine times out of ten, we are going to make whatever creature that's targeting that we're targeting with this a salamander to block it normally, or have one of our creatures block it. Um, but there's also the caveat of being able to remove all creature types yeah the...
1: just being able to turn anything into a salamander and block it because your stuff has protection from it is is great and, I really enjoy and that you have
2: protection from it
0: hmm
2: it's so like that oh giant, uh, guess what I'm it's a salamander now and you can't even attack me
0: it's nice too because like I said this is kind of a political deck so you know <laughs> if That's someone amazing. has like I,
1: you don't even have to block then if you have protection yeah mm-hmm Bring it, son. It's a
0: it's a very powerful commander. I know it's silly and it's very niche, but it's actually very, very powerful. I ended up being a 3-CMC for a 3-2. That's super good. It's very good. Um, so the next card to make all things Salamanders is Arcane Adaptation. It's 2 a blue for an enchantment. When in ETBs, you choose a creature type, probably Salamander. Creatures <laughs> you control are the chosen type in addition to their other types. And the same is true for creature spells you control that aren't on the battlefield um so yeah we're just making salamanders (laughs) uh
1: so i just want to quickly because this is what always intrigues me so the average cmc is 3.04 so like even it's still a low low costing deck like and running 33 lands we're getting down there zach gotta get that in for for dan (laughs) yes of course
2: yeah, I'd have to cut about four more cards out of the deck to increase that land count.
1: <laughs> and so the next card that we're going to be going over is Artificial Evolution. And I love that it's just like this octopus crab. Let's be Lobstrosity. Honest. And do, you know, do you know what? And it is from my favorite set again. It's from Legions. So uh, one blue, and it's changed the text of target speller permanent by replacing all instances of one creature type with another. The new creature can't... Uh, type can't be legend or wall that's a shame
0: yeah it's really it's really weird it's very interesting too because if you have you know you don't have anything on board to make something say a salamander <laughs> you can you know as attackers are declared but before uh damage is dealt you can cast this and suddenly that giant i don't know 30 30 Rograk is now a salamander that you can block.
1: I'm just, yeah, like I would say, like, this would be great because I'm always getting targeted first. Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody would ever do that. I know, (laughs) right? But yeah, Uh, like, just being able to go, (laughs) your thing's a salamander now. You can't, you can't touch me. I've never feared salamanders before.
0: It's like I said, it's a very silly deck, but. This is kind of like, these synergies are actually really, really interesting, right? Like, it uses a lot of, like, really weird and niche cards that fit very well. And they're super low CMC, like the next card, uh, Image Crafter. It's one blue for a wizard. It's a 1-1. One, one. You can tap it. You choose a creature type other than Legend or Wall. Once again, target creature's type becomes that type until end of turn. So this can be good for you. It can help you with, you know, turning something into a Salamander so you can block or, you know... Turn into a salamander so are uh, spells later that ramp creatures based on creature type you know becomes you know bigger and what have you um it's just really fun do you want to take the next card ryan
2: yes i actually do i love this card lawan cephalid empress she's three cat three colors and a blue for a cephalid legend a two three and when she enters the battlefield Return all blue creatures your opponent's control to their owner's hands and your opponents can't play blue creature spells. This card seems Amazing. like a house it's deck.
0: It's really cool, right? So um obviously when we cast or as salamanders initially, you know, get start getting handed out, there's a good chance that our board state's gonna start to get pretty full and we're not gonna take advantage of being able to make salamanders for ourselves. So by playing this, you know, obviously we wipe the board. Of Is everyone it blue else. Salamanders.
1: The
0: one yeah, yes. the salamanders are blue.
1: <laughs> so you send the you get rid of them all by putting this into play. Amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: And so then they just a... keep they start
2: making more, so you're still playing the politic game, but you lessen the board state.
1: That's, exactly. that's fantastic. So I do we can have get to through comment a comment that I love how it's an octopus or cephalopod. Mm-hmm. And it still has shoulder plate. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, the cool thing, too, with this is your opponents can't play blue uh, creature spells. So in some decks, this, this just does so much more work than getting rid of Salamanders. Some decks, it just such, shuts down their creature spell game plan, right? I've never even tried to play that card. Merfolk army. Yeah, yeah Merfolk, exactly.
2: Salamanders are arch enemies.
0: <laughs> well, not on this board state, not today. <laughs>
1: I've never seen this card before. Like, This is actually fantastic
2: i remember playing it's, this card in limited
0: <laughs> so this is what i was talking about with i mean you know how excited i was when i was talking about like some of these creatures and like a lot of these spells being so weird and blah 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 blah, blah is that it really gives way for a lot of these cards that probably didn't have a home to begin with a home you know yeah. like you can go through this is a lot of these cards and i've bought most of this deck already are fairly cheap because like who really needed an image crafter? Who really needed an artificial evolution? Yeah,
1: this deck is only what just slightly over four hundred dollars. Uh, and a lot of that's because,
0: American? yeah, and a lot of that's because I had some, I had these staples, and there were a lot of cards I wanted to play that I didn't have. You know, that I have access to that didn't have homes. You know, well, not I mean, all these cards. Cut, have...
2: If you cut Finale of Devastation and Creator of Behemoth, this is now a three hundred dollar deck.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so literally we'll get... two
2: cards in its budget. <laughs>
0: We'll get to those guys, uh, but for now, let's continue talking about salamander spells. The next one's Misform Mutant. It's four blue-blue, probably one of the biggest spells in the deck. One in a blue, choose a creature type other than legend or wall. Target creature's type becomes that type until in a turn. So it's a little bit more expensive for a creature, but we can guarantee we constantly get to choose a creature type, right?
1: This just keeps surprising me because it just takes me back to like the heyday of what I was playing standard. I love the set. Like, such good cards in the set. And mm-hmm. it's playing green-blue. That that six mana cost isn't, isn't hard to get. No,
0: not at all. Uh, well, do you want to take the next card then, Brian? I think you'll like this one.
1: Oh, definitely.
2: The next one's sweet.
1: Oh, uh, look. It is from the same set. So <laughs> we have peer Pressure. Three blue sorcery. Rare from legions. Choose a creature type. If you control more creatures of the type, uh, sorry, of that type than any other player, you gain control of all creatures of that type. Gross,
0: Zach. <laughs> this is awesome. Yes. Oh,
1: I gave you all those salamanders. I will take them back now, please.
0: And uh, once again, I got to keep harping on this. You can make creatures of a specific type. So someone plays their commander, someone plays. I don't know, a Blightsteel Colossus.
2: Or Brian, Brian's favorite, an Eldrazi.
0: And you say, and me boy Chambers. <laughs> you take it, and now this is mine. Yeah. It's very cool.
1: That's really neat.
0: Um, Talking take... about, yeah, go for it.
2: I was going to say, I'll take the next one. It's standardized, uh, it's two blue, instant. Choose a creature type other than Legend or Wall each creature type becomes that type until on a turn synergy with uh, peer pressure. Yep. <laughs> I'll just, just take all of the creatures. And these mana costs are high. Mm-mm. No,
1: like this is, like, and... again, the the, the green blue combination of this is fantastic. Cause you should easily be able to, if, if you're running the ramp package, you should easily be able to get the, any mana and card draw to be able to go through and get all the cards that you need.
0: Yeah, it's, it's almost CDH level from CMC. And that's why like, I felt okay going down to 33 lands as opposed to my normal like 36. Uh, Brian, you want to take this next one? I think you'll like this one.
1: Too. I actually remember this one. So this one is <laughs> trickery, tri- trickery Charm. <laughs> one blue. Instant. Choose one. Target creature gains flying until end of turn or target creature's type becomes the creature type of your choice until end of turn. Or, look at the top four cards of your library, then put them back in any order. So, easily, you can either manipulate the top stack, or you can um, be able to change a creature type for a single blue mana.
0: Like, super yeah. simple. <laughs> it's it's really good. Like, one blue to scry four? Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, next card is Unnatural Selection. One in a blue for an enchantment. You pay one. Choose a creature type other than wall. Target creature's type becomes that type until on a turn. Just simple and sweet. And the final Salamander spell is Xenograft. Four in a blue uh, enchantment. As Xenograft enters the battlefield, choose his creature type. Each creature you control is a chosen type in addition to its other types. So all these spells will basically make Whatever creature type become the creature type until end of turn.
1: Oh, I like and
0: this one. What's that?
1: The xenograft. I really like. Oh that. yeah,
0: it's really cool. So there, are, you know, we obviously have two spells that really are going to affect us, which being xenograft and arcane adaptation. And there are other spells I want to talk about in the deck, but we'll talk about why making our creatures a specific type are so is so important. Uh, so we'll go over here to our win cons. Uh, we're looking at first at Avenger Zendikar, which is typical, you know, commander staple, 5 green green, creature elemental 5-5. Five, five. When Avenger ETBs create a zero one plant creature token for each land we control, like Brian has said multiple times, we're playing green-blue. There's a good chance we're going to get a lot of plant tokens. And Landfall, whenever land ETBs, you may put a plus one plus one counter on each plant creature you control so there are so, a lot of you mean cool that's
1: syner- one plus one for each salamander you control?
0: that's what i'm saying like so there are a lot of synergies let's say um you know we have a pretty big board state but we just can't quite get there for one reason or another um we can make everything up our salamanders can become plants in this situation right
1: oh you can it- change them all back to like mm-hmm Oh, I'm, before I play my land, I'm going to turn all my salamanders into plants. I'll play my land. They all get plus one, plus one counters, and then I'll turn them back to salamanders.
2: Or I'm going to ramp two or three times, yeah. give them all like plus four, plus five counters. Oh, wait, they go back to salamanders and they're still huge.
0: So that's important to, th- to like remember. One of the synergies and one of the themes of this deck is you know, changing creature types whether they're all one type or a different type. There are a bunch of different cards in this deck that are going to reward you for them being a specific creature type at a specific time. I so do
1: enjoy this. Like this like this is, just looks like it could be fun. Like and I wouldn't even say like it's it's like a janky fun. Like who even thought salamanders?
0: Right. I was super excited uh when like if you if you're in our Discord, you'd see where I had said guys i did it and i sent a picture of gore maldrak and amiibo changing those were the only two cards i had and then suddenly this deck like popped up an hour later formed around it mm-hmm. so the next card um can i take that you- one yeah go for it Col-
2: color of the hunt it's uh two colors and a green for a creature lord i'm sure it's been errated to something uh it's yeah. from acadian masks and it's power and toughness or star star and it's when it uh, when you play it, it chooses a creature type and its power and toughness are equal to the number of creatures in play of that chosen type. She's going to be big. She's mm-hmm. going to be
0: big. If when you cast her, you don't have the most creatures, you could name, you know, if you're playing, it's, we play commander. So typically, you know, tribal decks are pretty big in our format so sometimes you know you're not choosing salamander maybe you're choosing eldrazi maybe you're choosing zombie you know
2: and keep card... in mind that her power and toughness isn't equal to the number you control but mm-hmm. the number that are in play
1: Ooh, yep. i wonder if that's been errated at all probably not i can check so can... who knew that a tribal deck would have this card in it coat of arms cost five Mm -hmm. colorless and each creature gets plus one plus one for each other creature on the battlefield that shares at least one creature type with it. So if you're giving out your, your, your opponents, like they're going to be on par with you with salamanders, but you might have more salamanders than they have. So you can still get through with your tax or whatnot.
0: And the, you know, once again, we're changing creature types constantly Maybe there's ten salamanders, but maybe instead there's twenty plants. Not, not a bad trade, and we can we can change our creature types pretty easily with being in green blue once again. Like we're gonna have extra mana, like the lands that I. Go ahead,
2: go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Uh, And the lands I picked are just kind of like placeholder lands. You can really like do some really silly things with your land base to you know take advantage of having extra mana to change creature types whenever you feel like it
2: uh what i was gonna say coat of arms is also a bit political in this deck because it Mm -hmm. counts for each other creature on the battlefield not just the ones you control so your opponent salamanders that are not going to be attacking you get bigger to attack each other and leave you alone
0: that's a good point too and we have protection our us and our permits have protection from salamanders so yeah i'll give everyone salamanders that's fine you know you can have a 2020 salamander army but as long as i have enough blockers i don't care
1: you get a salamander you get a salamander everybody, everybody gets a salamander. Gets <laughs> salamander.
0: <laughs> so i've never seen brian play this card but this feels like a brian card do you want to take this one
1: <laughs> would it be the hoof behemoth Because that is definitely a Brian card. So, Crater Hoof, five and three green. It is a creature, beast, haste. When Crater Hoof Behemoth enters the battlefield, creatures you control gain trample and get plus X plus X until end of turn where X is the number of creatures you control. And it is a five, five. This is definitely a win con if you can get Mm -hmm. creatures on board. And in, in a green, blue fairly quick. Again, that ramp really helps you out. You get out all of these creatures, and then you can drop a Crater Hoof. I, you could easily have the Crater Hoof turn 6 or turn 5, all depending upon what your opening hand situation was. And if you're just dropping creatures left, right, and center and then dropping him,
0: you can get yeah, it in for a good amount. I mean, we all know Crater Hoof Behemoth is very good. And this deck, it just kind of reminds... It's kind of silly, I think, because I believe... With Crater Hoof, if we cast it and we have something like, um, excuse me, artificial evolution, can we respond to his ETB and change its text to be a Salamander if we wanted?
2: Yeah, I mean, you could. he comes into play. You put his, uh, his Enter the Battlefield on the stack and then change him to a Salamander and then let him resolve.
0: So there's a good chance, you know, if we have something like Coat of Arms, like this is this Magical Christmas Land, of course, and it's really overkill, but sometimes you you just need big bodies. You can eat... Mm -hmm. I'm just saying there's a lot of like silly like things you can do with a lot of these weird cards, and you can have Coat of Arms on the battlefield, and Crater Hoof's already going to make stuff bigger, but if Crater Hoof comes in as a salamander with Crater... You know, and you have seven salamanders, Crater Hoof's the only beast.
1: I was actually beat it on do the stream at. there. But yeah, sometimes you just do that trample. But yeah, Crater Hoof, so much fun, especially like late game where mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, can this game just be over? You're like, all right, Crater Hoof. Yes, it can not
0: be over. <laughs> uh, next card is one of my favorite cards. One? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. No, no, if it's your favorite, nope. take it. Nope. Uh, okay. you, you are new. You take it.
2: All right. So I'm going to change the text of it a little bit, but I'll, I'll do the real version. Then I'm going to change the text. So it's finale of devastation. It's X red or sorry, X green, green for a sorcery, search your library and or graveyard for a crater hoof behemoth. I mean, a creature card (laughs) with converted mana costs X or less and put it onto the battlefield. If you search your library this way, shuffle it. If X is 10 or more salamanders, I mean, creatures you control get (laughs) plus X plus X and gain haste until end of turn. So we're pretty much going to take all of your salamanders and then have all of our plant tokens, and then go get a creator Hoof Behemoth and kill the table. Yes. Yep. This card is so
0: much fun. It's sweet. I love it. I don't even mind losing to this card. I I think I've I've only played played it once. once.
1: I have it in a couple decks, but I think I've only played it once.
0: Every time I've played this card, I've never felt bad. Even if I've lost for some reason, I've never felt bad. As long as it's resolved. Like, it's just such a cool card.
2: I don't ever feel bad when I attack people for the win now if i combo off sometimes i feel a little sleazy but if i'm attacking you for damage it's fair and balanced magic and i'll be there with open arms (laughs) to take all the damage (laughs) and die (laughs)
0: um so one of the themes of this deck like i said is dealing you know doing what green blue does in like a simic um Guild kind of way, and we're messing with creature types quite a bit. So, this next card falls in line with that very well. It's Master Biomancer. It's two green blue for an elf wizard, two four. Each other creature you control enters the battlefield with a number of additional plus one plus one counters on it equal to Master Biomancer's power and is a mutant in addition to its other types. So, this is really good for us. Absolutely Uh, love this card. It's great, right? So, it's going to make our team bigger, even if only slightly at first, but also. It unifies all of our creatures in the same creature type, so it does kind of what you know, arcane adaptation and um, Xenograph does by giving a specific creature type. Only we're not choosing it, uh, but this is this is totally fine. I put in the win cons because it does that. It gives us our unification as far as all the creature types and gives them plus one plus one plus one counters. Like that's huge. If master biomancer becomes big, which is very possible. Oh, it's going to yeah. make everything else big. You suddenly, slap those 10 zero plus
1: one plus one counters on there, they're all coming in with 12. Ugh, so good.
0: Yeah. You know, suddenly our zero one plants are coming in at maybe, you know, 11 12s. It's not unreasonable. Even our salamanders are going to come in bigger. So, yeah, I just love Master Biomancer. And it was on theme with what I wanted to do with this deck, which was mess with creature types. Do you guys want to take the next two cards? Oh yeah, Go sorry.
1: Uh, I got I got the builders here and they're hammering away, so I'm just like muting oh. myself. Uh but so here we have whoops, let me get this up on the screen. This card ends games, overwhelming stampede, three-two green sorcery until end of turn creatures you control gain trample and get plus X plus X where X is the greatest power among creatures you control Master biomancers out all your stuff come into play with plus two plus two on it um, or more considering and then you just drop this down um, for whatever's the highest power again if you're able if you have enough mana and have crater Hoof come in at the same time so much fun
0: yeah. It's silly. <laughs> I absolutely love just, it. Just silly.
2: I'll take this next one. I've actually never seen this card until you sent this primer to us.
0: Uh, oh, man. Really?
2: Druid. Yeah, I've never seen this thing before. Wow. You remember, I, I took a, I was uh, on a magical hiatus from Theros to Theros. Oh, okay. So a lot of these, some of these cards, like, I just never seen the card before. This
1: is, this card came out when I first got back into playing this card and, is awesome. Yeah, this card's amazing
2: So tender shoot Dryad It's a four colors and a green for a Creature Dryad He's a 2-2, two, two. he has a send So if you have ten or more permanents You get the city's blessing for the rest of the game um, At the beginning of your upkeep Create a 1-1 one, one green sapling creature token Oh, did you miss salamander? Then
0: sapraline... oh.
2: <laughs> yes, I did <laughs>
0: <And> um, then... <laughs> So it's at the beginning of each upkeep not R
2: That's even better. And then mm-hmm. Sapperlings or Salamanders, you control <laughs> gain plus two, plus two, as long as you have the City's Blessing. And I have a feeling with the token generation, with the Salamander generation, the land generation, you're going to have City's Blessing probably by the time you play this card, or if not shortly after.
0: Yeah, This it's... card
2: seems bonkers in this deck. Yeah, so... Being able to put when...
1: a... Uh, uh, a sapperling in every turn even if you're like i'm at six by the time it gets around to you you have the city's blessing and you have an additional three or four sapperlings ready to swing in that are three threes or bigger Or just block
0: yep so this kind of does what a typical blue green deck probably wants to do which is making you know making a big board or a wide board or both at the same time but i really try to do it in kind of a like unique way. So that's where those win-cons come into play. Um, But to continue to really hammer in how silly this deck can be, we have another section, which is a section I really enjoy. Um, It's the copies section. So the first card is probably one a lot of you haven't seen. I think I wrote about it in a Buried Goods article and I kept trying to find a place where it made sense and I felt like this deck is a place where it makes sense. It's dual nature. It's a four green-green enchantment. It says, whenever a creature comes into play, its controller puts a creature token into play that's a copy of that creature. Whenever a creature card leaves play, remove all tokens with the same name as a creature from the game. When dual nature leaves play, remove all creature tokens created from, with it from the game. So that's cool. a lot to digest, right? Wow. So I'm just looking just... at the art. Like, what yeah, the creatures marks... are
1: those? <laughs> I think <laughs> that's
0: Moltani. Is that Moltani? It looks like it.
1: Like to me, right, it so just let's... looks like two giant birds eating people. <laughs>
2: I just so love the fact uh... that every salamander that someone gets, they get two salamanders. Right.
0: And so let's kind of like all uh
1: salamanders.
0: <laughs> let's kind of break this down, right? So whenever a creature card comes into play, so it is symmetrical. So sometimes it's gonna be good, sometimes it's gonna be bad. We're gonna really hope that we are going to um benefit more from this than anyone else. Uh but anytime a creature card comes into play. We get to create a token uh, of that card. So whenever we play, like our, you know, Avenger or our Caller, anything, this is going to give Creator a of exactly. So there's a high risk, high reward, but the ceiling is also so incredibly high on what we can do with this. But the big thing is too: whenever a creature card leaves play, remove all tokens with the same name salamanders are only salamanders oh well i guess salamander warrior right whatever so if the board is suddenly like we have just miscalculated right and suddenly someone else has a ton of salamanders and they just need to be gone we can literally you know uh kill one of our salamanders and all salamanders go bye bye so if we need an eject button (laughs) this card is a weird, like, wrath-type effect if we need to, like, remove it, you know, remove from the game. And two, if, like... That's weird.
1: So even if someone just goes, I attack or I block with a salamander, all salamanders could
0: just disappear. Mm-hmm. Yes. And same is true if uh, dual nature was to leave the battlefield. Anything that was created with it are removed from the game. So very unique card, super cheap. Like I said, it... It's a very high-risk, high-reward card, but I feel like the rewards greatly, greatly outweigh the risk. The incredible like thing, too, is being cents. from
2: Prophecy, like a, a set that's like 20 years old, I'm probably way off on that math, it's less than a dollar.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really thought when this commander was spoiled, granted, I know he's not super powerful in the larger terms of like, you know, it's no prosh, but... I figured cards like dual nature would actually kind of go up because of the things you can do with it. Right. I mean, even decks, I just care about ETBs that are in green, I think would want this card. Um,
2: Zach, you might be single handedly responsible for raising the card price. Yeah. I've never
0: seen this card before in my life. Like I said, I'm pretty sure I wrote about it in my enchantment version of buried goods, which is an article that I was doing on our website at into the 99 go take a look there are a couple other really weird cards but i saw this so long ago and i wanted to do something with it and i just always had it in the back of my mind it's always been in my binder and now i have a home for it
1: salamanders
0: um, <laughs> does someone want to take this next card that's super good and we obviously all know about it yeah ryan kill it
2: all right helm of the host four colorless legendary artifact equipment at the beginning of combat on your turn create a token that's a copy of equipped creature Except the token isn't legendary, and if equipped creature is legendary, that token gains haste, and the equip cost is five. I see a billion different things that you could do with this in this deck,
0: and that's what I like about cards like this in this deck specifically.
2: Like, put it on the commander, now everybody gets two salamanders, Mm -hmm. put it on creator hoof behemoth, and you just kill everybody more. Yeah, uh, put it on avenging zendikar. Like I, Dude, it, I can it,
1: see Dan playing this deck, and he would probably go the route of trying to create as many tokens as he can. Like he'd be like, yep. "I could kill all of you, but I want to create five hundred salamanders."
0: <laughs> right, and uh, to do that, we have right of replication two blue blue yeah. for a sorcery with kicker five you can pay an additional five when you cast the spell put a token onto the battlefield that's a copy of target creature if right of replication was kicked put five of those tokens on the battlefield instead the card so everyone yeah everyone knows how good this card is i don't need to tell you it it's game. it's super good In i this have deck, not
1: seen this card before
0: oh my god brian i think you're full of it
1: no i haven't <laughs> Or someone's really? or so, or someone's played it, and I just didn't realize it, or they didn't play the kicker to make me go, what just happened? Like,
0: <laughs> and, and once again, in this deck, you can literally do a billion different things with it.
2: Zach, I think you have to do the next one, because I think you have a man crush on this card.
0: I do. I have taken this one anyways. Uh, it's Sakashima of a thousand faces. Uh, it's three and a blue for a legendary creature, human rogue, three, one. Uh, you may have Sakashima of a thousand faces. ETB is a copy of another creature you control, except it retains its names and other abilities. The legend rule does not apply to permanents you control, and it has partner. Partner doesn't matter in this deck. What matters is literally everything else. This card Pick is anything. So cool. You can do whatever you want with this card. Literally whatever.
2: You, you mean you could have two amphibologists in your deck?
0: You could have a lot
1: more. <laughs> <This> <laughs> a card, lot This card's <laughs> awesome. So, I can't wait. Like, I just realized so that if you're playing this guy, you can be playing dark depths and then you could just be creating as many merit
0: legions as you want. Yes. Yes. Yep. I didn't, I didn't see that.
1: I didn't see that text before. Um,
0: let's, you can do the same thing with the great hinge. Interesting. I'm not
2: going to lie. When I saw Sakashima, I think I just glazed over it. Like I didn't even really, I was like, eh, it's just another clone effect. And then I really got to looking at it and I was like, wait a minute. This thing is partner? Yeah, I played Matt I last like, night. This, I have so many different ideas for this. And then I saw this deck and I was like, wait, what? There's so many different ideas. <laughs> like, this, the
1: possibilities yeah. are endless with like this. Like Matt game. was playing Slurk and Sakashima, <laughs> Ooze Tribal. That's awesome. He made a copy with Sakashima of the bio bio waste ooze. So he just Second turn around, he's like, I have four of my ooze lords. So all my oozes are getting plus four, plus four. This card's
0: insane. Yep. Uh, so that was that's the new Sakashima. Does someone want to take the old Sakashima?
2: I'll take it. Sakashima the Imposter, Two colorless blue blue legendary creature, human rogue, three one. From one of my favorite blocks, Kamigawa block. I wish they would go back to Kamigawa block as sakashima the imposter comes into play you may choose a creature in play if you do sakashima comes into play as a copy of that creature except its name is still sakashima the imposter it's still legendary and it gains two colorless blue blue return sakashima the imposter to its owner's hand at the end of turn
1: the the only reason i would want to go back to kamigawa is for more more ninjas uh
2: everything in kamigawa i loved ninjas rats weapons arcane oh. spirits. I loved it all. So a, that was amazing.
0: So, but this Saka, card... yeah, Sakashima the Imposter is great. You can see the callbacks from the thousand faces to this one. Uh, being able to reset Sakashima is awesome. And it's the arts done by RK Post, who is one of my favorite artists in Magic. It's, it's so it had amazing. to be included? Yeah. is There's no reason not to. Um, Brian, take this one.
1: So we have Sakashima's Will. Three and a blue. Choose one. If one, if you control a commander as you choose, sorry, if you, (laughs) (laughs) the beeping behind me is getting me annoyed. If you control a commander as you cast the spell, you may choose both. Target opponent chooses a creature they control, you gain control of it. Choose a creature you control, each other creature you control becomes a copy of that creature. Wow, until at a turn. That I think I might have one of those, and I think I might have to put it into a deck. I did not crack any of
0: these, and I was very sad. Yeah. I love Sakashima. I as... didn't get
1: the nice one. like, I didn't get the full art or anything like that, but I believe I believe, I got just a normal one of it.
0: Um, yeah, this card's nuts. I think a lot of people are kind of overlooking it, and probably shouldn't be. We play Commander. This card's so good. <laughs> like I played gonna... in the
2: Commander pre-release yesterday. And yep. this card absolutely blew me out one game.
0: Yeah, it's very easy to do. Um, so, the last card in our copies, it, it goes in almost all my blue decks too. It's Spark Doubles, three and a blue for an illusion. It's a zero, zero. As Spark Double ETBs, um, oh, sorry, ETBs as a copy of a creature or Planeswalker we control, except it comes in with additional plus one, plus one counter on it if it's creature or an additional loyalty counter if it's a Planeswalker. And if it uh, is legendary, the Creature copy coming in isn't legendary. So, once again, kind of do whatever you want with it.
1: So you realize, people, that if Zach's not playing reanimate, he's playing copies.
0: (laughs) Yes, there are three things I love doing in Magic. Reanimation, stealing your stuff, or copying your stuff.
1: You're a terrible person.
0: These are the things. These are the things. Um, Yeah, I like it. It's cool. (laughs) Did you want to say something, Ryan? no i we're good i
1: have one question for you zach so we've gone through um how you make stuff into salamanders Uh, your win conditions in this deck, and your copies. So how to make more of something that can either win you the game or help protect yourself. Uh, Do you have any combos in this deck that you're aware of? Because I know that with your last one, you didn't um, realize that you did build in an infinite combo. And I think someone might have told you about it. I don't know. Or you just noticed. Um,
0: Shout outs to the Han shot for being my fact checker. Um, Thank you, (laughs) as always, for making me look much better than I am. Um, so there's a, in our untap section over here, because we want to be able to untap things, um, whenever we want, we have a staff of domination. So I'm going to say that there aren't any infinite combos, but there's a staff of domination. So there might be, I don't really know.
1: There's pieces that could work.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's probably very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? very irresponsible of me to not know, but when I built this deck, I didn't have any combos like that in mind, any infinite combos. I just wanted to value as much as possible. So we, you know, untapped section is just good untapped, you know, stuff. Fate Sitcher, Retreat to Coral Helm, Seaborn Muse, Staff of Domination. Since Staff of Dominations are running rampant, and I have I think I have four now, and I used to have none, I wanted to put in this deck so I could, it's also a good mana sink, you know? Um, yeah, no So Yeah, as far as I'm aware, there aren't any but if you guys find them point them out to me and let me know we'll uh we'll tweet about it or something we'll let you guys know that i'm a bad deck builder in the regards that i make infinite combos without realizing it
2: no i think that's awesome if you could put an infinite combo in your deck you don't even know it's there i achieved a whole different i did the
1: exact same thing like what i just did with my 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 gen deck or gen however someone wants to pronounce it but i just uh i took my enchantments from my Mogus deck and my white enchantments from my Savala deck, and I just put them together. There might be a combo there. I have no idea. Actually, do you know what <laughs> I have? Um, oh, the black enchantment that costs a single black, and as long as two damages dealt every turn, it gets puts a counter, and then you start milling. So that's in there. So I assume okay. that there is an infinite combo in that uh, Blood Chief Ascension. Um, yep. So there might be. There might be an infinite combo around it, but I don't
0: know. I haven't got to that point yet. So uh, since we're talking about Ascensions, uh, I just want to kind of quickly go over the last portions of this deck because we're almost done with it. In the enchantment section, this could also be a win con. Um, I just put in enchantments for now. It's Beastmaster's Ascension. Soon a green for an enchantment. Whenever a creature you control attacks, you may put a quest counter on Beastmaster's Ascension. As long as Beastmaster's Ascension has seven or more quest counters, creatures you control get plus five, plus five.
2: It's kind seems of crazy
0: pretty, in this deck. Seems pretty like good. Seems
2: r- Very doable.
0: Um, design. So, Dissipation Field is another thing. So, this is kind of like a to incentivize people to not attack you. It's two in a blue blue for an enchantment. Whenever a permanent deals damage to you, return it to its owner's hand.
1: I love cards like this. Like, it sucks having stuff bounced. I get it, but. Sometimes Um, you can't get yourself set up in time, but if you draw this, then you know... Do you know what? If they put something out, they have to wait one more turn, and then if they do want to hit me, they're going to be bouncing it back to their hand, and again, it's another two turns until they hit me again. This
2: card fits everything that blue and green wants to be in tempo.
0: Right, and it's also another political card, right? Let's say you have a guy... And, or you're playing against someone and they really like need a card draw and they have a creature that ETBs and draws them a card. Solemn. Or, or you know, they have a Solemn and they really need to hit another land. They've been stuck on four lands for like six turns. Hey, I'll let you come through, and you can recast your Solemn to get another land. But you know, you owe me a favor later down in the game.
2: Yeah, same with things like Muldrifter and. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, so yeah, you know, more, or a Reclamation Sage.
1: No, if if there's a a problem on the field they can hit you they can bounce it if they blow up your dissipation field they're just bad peoples um (laughs) yeah yeah i mean
2: there's no reason you can't have this card out with the ramp package that's in this deck there's no reason you can't have this card out on turn
0: three yeah it's very reasonable uh does someone want to take the next card
2: yeah i'll take it garrick's uprising uh it's two colors green for an enchantment when Garrick's Uprising enters the battlefield, if you control a creature with power four or greater, draw a card. Creatures you control have trample. By that, I mean salamanders you control <laughs> trample. And whenever a creature with power four or greater enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card, which is a Nambo with Gore Muldrak. And if you get a salamander, you're drawing a card as well. Um. Mm-hmm. So
1: what do salamanders come in as? Just one ones or two twos? four, four threes. threes what so yeah so <laughs> well even if you have the master biomancer they're coming in a six what six fives
0: Mm-hmm.
2: redonkulous it's this deck seems so silly like i i have so many decks on my plate right now that i want to build but i really want to build this after see, going through this see what happens like I, I've <laughs> listened to Zach's like his aura
1: deck. I was like, I need to build this deck. It just seems like a lot of fun.
2: Wait a minute. You wanted to build a deck with enchantments in it? Mm, uh, actually, <laughs> it's not enchantments. Auras are enchantments. No, no Aura. aura the... the cleric. Oh, I'm thinking A-U-R-A. But mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was no. like, you wanted to build something with enchantment?
0: <laughs> so you guys know what's better than salamanders that swim? Salamanders that fly. Levitation two and a blue blue for an enchantment. (laughs) Creatures you control have flying. I like it. Flying Um, and trample
2: salamanders. The only thing that would be better is if you played. I think Sun Quan and all your salamanders had horsemanship.
0: (laughs) I thought. I really, really thought about it. Really did.
2: Can you Um, imagine that seeing a whole horde of salamanders riding on the backs of horses?
0: (laughs) It was just. I wanted to try to keep the CMC as low as possible. Um, while still doing silly things. This isn't a super competitive deck, but since I'm trying this newer uh, lower land base, because Dan accosts me constantly about it, um, (laughs) I felt like the horsemanship was, while it's cool and could definitely go in this deck, right now I'm not doing it. Um, It doesn't belong in the deck.
1: When you said salamanders with horsemanship, all that popped into my head was like the part from Jurassic Park. They do ride in herds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So to keep some redundancy, I'm also playing Primal Rage, which is one in a green. It's an enchantment. Creatures you control have trample. I mean, just just redundancy makes sense. Um, four is big playing... enough.
1: Four is big enough to get in with trample. Like yeah, I, w- I would love all my four four threes to have trample. That'd be amazing. You know you're at least getting in for maybe one or two. Because most mo- in the early game, all depending, is most creatures are one ones, two twos, or three threes. So at least I'm gonna get in for at least one damage on that person. My salamander might die, but so's whatever they're blocking with. But then exactly. who cares? I don't need blockers because I have protection from salamanders.
0: Yep. Um, um the final piece of enchantment I want Brian to read because this is also a very Brian card. Yeah, it's pretty true? wild.
1: I just realized I was on mute the entire time. Curse you house people. There's also a uh, collective yeah.
2: restraint, I think it's called. It's basically does the same thing, but it does it for your lands. That, like, it, it ended up being two in this, but it's um, they pay one for each basic type that you control. Interesting. It, yeah,
0: it's, a, it's an older blue enchantment, right? It's like invasion block, I believe.
1: But I'm just so, going to read this one more time because I was muted during the entire time. So wait, it's Propaganda no, uh, on Discord, but on okay, the recording sorry. software I was. But yeah, Propaganda is two and a blue. Um, enchantment, creatures can't attack you unless their controller pays two for each creature they control that's attacking you. So it just works really, like I was mentioning when I was muted, it just works really well with Ghostly Prison. Um, it's just a blue version of Ghostly Prison. But um, great s- to so- have in your deck
0: so for this deck we're running 12 ramp spells i've kept them pretty low cmc and i have a couple elves in here to just pad our numbers out so we have early blockers if we need them and also for our overwhelming like stampede type effects these are just more bodies to add so um ramp spells just 12 i don't think there's really anything of note that i want to talk about for our draw spells though there are three that i want to talk about um the first is Edric's spymester of trust uh Do either of you want to read this?
2: Sure. Uh, Go for it. He is uh, one callless green-blue for a legendary creature, Elf Rogue, and he's a 2-2. Whenever a creature deals combat damage to one of your opponents, its controller may draw a card. Total political card. It, Mm -hmm. It does tons of work for you. It does all of your opponents. It keeps them from attacking you and attacking each other and drawing cards. This card is... If you're playing blue-green or anything with blue-green in it and you have creatures, this should be in your deck.
0: So it's not. It's an elf rogue, but I honestly want to get it altered to look like a salamander because I feel like this is like a secret salamander creature, right? Like with how this deck functions and kind of the background for um, Chandelar and the amphibians on that plane, this seems like it would be a salamander. Like just,
2: It could also be awesome to do like an alter of like, because you have... Um, our commander who kind of looks like an indiana jonesy type guy you could have them alter this into steve irwin so he could be the salamander wrangler <laughs> right.
0: it's so silly i love it i love the so, different
1: uh, ideas you get for alters on things oh you said what i said i love how you can get like the different ideas for alters on certain cards like this guy turning him to steve irwin like love just that that thought
0: yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Uh, Brian, do you want to take the next card? Uh, it's the one I want to talk about. Is right below, Edric. Sounds
1: good. So we have
0: Elemental Bond,
1: which is two and a green enchantment. Whenever a creature of power three or greater enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card. Fantastic.
2: Brian. So I'm not uh, typically a fan of Reliquary Tower in decks but i feel like that reliquary tower might be a important card in this deck i Uh, think you're going to draw a lot of cards
0: now why would you say that
2: that you're going to draw a lot of cards or that i'm not a fan of the card
0: no uh why would we be drawing a lot of cards in this deck
2: It just seems like everything in this (laughs) deck (laughs) draws cards.
0: What I was getting at is salamanders are 4 3. So, once again, another thing that's going to trigger elemental bond. As long as we're making a salamander and this is out, we get to draw a card. So, a free salamander, so free 4 3 body and a card. That's the value is just super, super good. Yeah, that's really Uh,
1: good, actually. I've never seen that card again. Like, I I enjoy going through because they. I always like to be surprised when I look at these deck lists because there's always cards like,
0: that I've never noticed. And I love to share my surprised reaction with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so the last card I want to talk about in card draw is Return of the Wild Speaker. It's four and a green for an instant. You choose one. Draw cards equal to the greatest power among non-human creatures you control or non-human creatures you control get plus three, plus three until end of turn. Just good. We either draw a lot of cards or we pump the team even further for maybe a Turns giant crazy. alpha strike. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really good actually. Um so the last bit of the stuff I want to talk about is in our removal section. Uh, a lot of the stuff you can kind of just I'm running eight different removal spells, the only ones I feel like are absolutely necessary in this deck would probably be I don't know, maybe two, but a third one I really want to talk about anyways So the first one I want to talk about uh one of you guys can get it's a very top card.
2: I'll- take get it. aetherize it's three colors and a blue return all attacking creatures to their
0: owner's hands like i said that's we're, really nice we're being, po- we're being political right so if someone kills our commander we can you know they try to attack us with all the salamanders we gifted them so rudely we can aetherize them or if you know brian's been getting hit all game and he just wants to play magic and you kind of start to feel bad for the guy if he gets attacked again you can just return that guy, you know, whoever's attacking them, all their creatures are in hand. It's great.
1: So you'll return your own creatures?
0: I mean, I probably won't attack you. <laughs> Unless you play a suppression I mean, there's also It's like,
2: if you want to you kind of at that linchpin where you think you might be able to win, but you need a favor, you can be like, hey, I'll bounce all a dude's stuff back to his hand if on the next time you don't attack me or let me get my big spell through or...
0: Yeah, right? Yeah, there's a there's some trickery with this card. I include it in a lot of my blue decks. It's just fun. Uh, Brian, you want to take the next card? It's right underneath. Aetherized. Yeah.
1: So we have a new card here. Amphin mutant, Mutineer Creature Salamander Pirate Hey, it's an actual salamander. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Amphin Mutineer enters the battlefield, exile up to one target non-salamander creature. That creature's controller creates a 4/3 blue salamander warrior creature token it has Encore. Uh, Encore 4 <laughs> and 2 blue. Exile this card from your graveyard for each opponent, create a token copy that attacks that opponent this turn if able. They gain haste. Sacrifice them at the beginning of the end step. Activate only as a sorcery. That's actually pretty
0: neat. Mm -hmm. Being able to exile stuff in blue green is very powerful. Uh, Giving a 4-3 body that's a salamander is also not necessarily a bad thing for us. We could pad the numbers out to be able to get a salamander out of it, or we can honestly just take their salamanders when we feel like it with the different cards that we have. Why not,
2: right? Mm Mm-hmm the only thing that i don't that i'm kind of sad about this card is that it's not a four three
0: right like the last three three. (laughs) that didn't really make a lot of sense but i think maybe the fact that it exiled was probably why it was a little too good to make it a four three but it definitely should have been a four three yeah just
2: all the salamanders seem to be four three so it just seemed fitting to the
0: um so the last card i want to talk about for the deck and what I feel like, sh- if you're going to build this deck, should go and literally every single version of this deck is Echoing Truth. It's one in a blue That's for an so instant, good. right? Return target, non land permanent, and all other permanents with the same name as that permanent to its owner's hands. The Salamander. I generally do not
2: think this card would be that great in Eat in Commander, but in this deck, it seems bonkers.
0: You know, once again, if you're playing the tribal deck, if you're racing an elf ball deck, bounce all the elves, all the elf tokens have been made, or if someone's playing Krinko and they are just deciding to go white instead of, like, impact trimmers or something, bounce all the goblin tokens.
1: Well, even if um, they're trying to board wipe you, you could bounce all the salamanders, so all you could make all of the other cards that you don't want to go to grave salamanders and then bounce them back to your hound so you can just put them right back out again. You can mm-hmm. save your stuff before they die.
0: Yep. Well, it's uh, well, a same, same name. Not yeah, uh, like, creature Type. Oh,
1: oh whoops! My yeah, salamander warrior just.
0: Type? Yeah, salamander warrior just happens to be the name of the, uh, creature tokens that are made. That's what I was saying, like goblins and, elves. But um, yeah, I that's the deck. Like Brian said, going off of American dollars, um, without basic lands, the deck is around four hundred thirteen dollars. You really- can easily sorry oh, go if ahead
2: you, if you cut crater hoof behemoth avenger of zendikar Ristic study and sylvan library this deck becomes infinitely cheaper
0: right and i'm playing i'm playing these cards like i said you know normally i like to build pretty budget friendly um, i'm playing the the Rhystic Study and Sylvan library because i have extra copies since commander legends has came out i've taken apart a couple of decks so these are cards that i had and kind of forgot about that are just floating around so that otherwise like you know like ryan said you can easily get this deck to be cheaper and um, if
2: you're a savage like dan or to some degree myself you could put in you know force will manager impact of negation yes uh, to, to further protect your stuff yeah uh, a um you could up your land and put in like a tropical island if you want to turn this into a two or three thousand dollar deck it'd be super super simple to do
0: so I want to talk uh, do something kind of new that we haven't done before. I want to talk about strengths and weaknesses of this deck. So I would think I believe and you guys can, you know, chime in when you feel like it. Some of the strengths for this deck, it's kind of silly in a good way, right? Like I feel like it makes every game unique where maybe you are calling salamanders as the creature type for, you know, one of your spells, but maybe instead it's zombie and you're trying to take someone's zombie stuff or something like that to eventually turn to salamander. So like some strengths, I feel like the deck always plays differently. Um, some other strengths, like we're using a lot of like really weird cards and I don't know about you guys, but whenever someone plays a card I've never seen before, I have to stop and ask them to take a picture of it. Right. Yep. Like, so I have it and I can get it later.
2: I, I do I, find that this card has a, this deck has a ton of obscure cards in it.
1: The deck is a conversation starter
2: mm-hmm. That. There's there's cards in here that even like when I played standard, when these were in standard legal sets, they were obscure cards that didn't see play. So it's like you see some of these, especially for a newer player, that's, you know, maybe getting into magic with Commander Legends or got into it with double masters. You've never heard of these cards.
1: One of my strengths is that it runs cards from my favorite set. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's definitely a strength, you know. Uh,
0: I would say like maybe like a not a lore, but like a Vorthos, you know, like strength, right? If you very much like the um, the thematics, I would say of Simic or stuff like that, like you can really abuse a lot of like you know we're dealing with cards from the Onslaught block. They're old cards. They're cheap. They're neat. and They're really interesting. Uh, that's that's well, a good. I, I
2: find two cards that are like that are hard to play around.
0: Hmm.
2: and i think this deck is going to catch i mean depends on your like if you play with the same you know like four or five people is that your tight-knit play group and you play a lot of magic i think people might get hip to what this deck's trying to do but if you don't play this deck too often and you play with a, a much bigger play group i think this deck's gonna be kind of hard to figure out what to do against it other than prevent you from attacking me
1: I I think its weakness, though, would be board wipes. Uh, We didn't go over anything to recur or stuff like that, but I'm I'm sure you worked it in somehow. Uh, But just looking at it right now, it looks as if it would be weak to a board wipe. Um, But being in the blue-green, you'd be able to, again, start to get them going because you'd have the
0: mana. Right. So for this deck, I actually didn't put in really any recursion at all because I really wanted to focus and double down on the thematics of, you know, uh making creatures and changing their typing. There are, you know, like your um your negates and stuff like that to try to
1: prevent it.
0: Yeah, but there really aren't that many. so that, that could that's definitely a weakness. It like board wipes do kill. If someone plays an enchantment, uh we do have some things to deal with enchantments, but if someone plays something that's like Creatures of the chosen type get nag, nag, whatever, that could be a problem.
2: I also think this deck really leans heavily into having your commander in play. I think there's definitely other ways around that, but I think you really want to keep protect commander your commander. Yeah, c- protect your commander and keep him in play as long as possible.
0: And I'm not really running any kind of. Boots or any kind of protection there. Once again, you know, we have the counter spells and stuff like that. And with our commander being such low CMC, we can recast it fairly easy. But you want to be using that mana for different things. So For sure. Yeah. So uh, strengths, you know, unique gameplay probably every time. Um, Fairly budget friendly. You get to play with a lot of obscure cards. And it's a unique game plan. Some weaknesses being it's heavily reliant upon your commander. So if you're not prepared to recast your commander multiple times that could be a problem Um, if you play with the same group of people and you play this deck pretty frequently it's going to be telegraphed so you kind of got to be aware of that um needs recursion because it does it does lose the board wipes so you need to be prepared for that as well Um, yeah i think that's i think it's pretty good it does look like a blast to play yeah this looks like it'd be
1: super fun and I, i guess one one last strength would be i i I love the theme it is themed heavy and you're all in on that theme and i love a really good theme like i love tribal and being an obscure theme or obscure tribe it's fantastic
0: i try to do what i always do brian you know like i give you i make a silly deck but i don't just put it out there as like oh this is just this is a deck full of you know card you know people on chairs like, this is a salamander based <laughs> deck for sure. I want to play salamanders, but I always try to bring you guys the best version of the deck I can possibly brew. That was fantastic. I,
1: I, I love this again. It, it I cannot wait to actually play against it because it's going to just be interesting. Like, I don't know what I would play because I would just like to see the deck go off.
0: And, you know, like I told you, I've already I've gotten a lot of cards already for this deck. I'm just missing a few things. Um, I'm probably going to get a couple things proxy. I've been super, super into one piece lately, and there are a lot of one piece proxies I want for this deck. So I'll have to get those before I can actually put this together.
2: Hey, Once you get it together, let me know. We'll
0: have to we'll throw it down. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So this will definitely be on stream so i think that uh i think that does it i think it wraps up another episode of the into the 99 podcast um brian you want to take us home
1: sure so like we mentioned at the beginning we do have our website into the 99.com you can find all of our podcast episodes you can find articles written by us and by members of the community um as well as it had on our main page, you have it, links to our Instagram, our YouTube channel. If you enjoy the content, uh, make sure that you like it, subscribe, uh, hit that notification bell. Uh, bing, bing,
0: bing, 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 bing.
1: <laughs> if Dan was here, <laughs> we'd be having our, our outro and everything going. Uh, but, but he's n- saving Moose. Yeah, right. He's out there rescuing the mooses. If you
2: guys are listening to us on iTunes too, please leave us a, a review. It really helps other people find the podcast. See, I am not yes, an Apple please. person.
1: Yes, I did not know you could do that. But yes,
2: I'm you an can. Apple junkie. And if they leave reviews, the more re- reviews they leave, the easier it is for people to
0: find us. Yes. that helps us tremendously. Please Tons, and thank you. Please, and, and we would give run. you
1: one of these. <laughs> but uh, if uh, yeah, so if if the platform has the ability, leave us a review. Um, rate us, all that great stuff. Um, if you enjoy the content that we're bringing you guys and you want to help support, patreon.com slash into the ninety-nine will be the best place. Um, and we would love you for it. You get your own private chat in our Discord with us, and we look forward to talking with you. If you build build this deck, make sure to reach out, let Zach know. Please yes. do.
0: I want to know how you would do this or what you would do different. Um yeah, I love what would you add or remove? I love seeing your guys' brews. I don't care what it is, even if it's not anything that I've done. Please send me it. I'm necrozak on literally everything. I would love to talk to you about magic.
1: i um, Ryan. You being a new person on the team, where can we find you?
2: Uh, R. Dilgart on Instagram um, is pretty much the only thing, the only platform I'm on. Um, I post a lot of stuff about magic and miniatures, um, so check me out. As you can um, see behind you, it yes, looks great. I've, Display cabinets of miniatures.
0: So many armies.
2: <laughs> yes. Actually, no, that's like one and a half.
1: Oh, See, wow. Like, I don't, I don't, don't <laughs> know much about it, but we'll have to definitely have a discussion.
2: Those two cabinets, the first two, those are all one army.
0: Oh, geez. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, I do want to congratulate and once again give a shout out to both Ryan and Benson. Uh, we They have recently humbled us by accepting <laughs> our... Um, our queries about them joining the team and we're super super excited to be working with you guys thank you so much we I'm are honored we're just looking forward to working with you guys uh, both are pillars of our community and i'm just i i can't say enough like i'm yeah. super excited you guys are my friends and it's fun and it's just good to have you guys around thank you uh,
2: like like i said the I was speechless
0: when <laughs> Brian asked me yesterday.
2: I didn't even know what to say, other than yes. But I, I was just like look. Real. on your first day on
1: the job, you're already on a podcast. Look at that. I know. <laughs> uh, but huh? again, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, until next time, have a good one. Later, Bye, guys
2: and girls.